The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Welcome back, everyone, to Sunset City. Uh, I know that we had some technical difficulties last week, but that's why we're here in the middle of the week this time. Uh, first off, though, we do have our actual, finally, now, resident channel pup. Hey, I'm, I can't be a resident for long, though. No, you can't, but, you know, legal I've, things aside, we'll, we'll defend you from ice, don't worry. I've already done the customs <laughs> detention thing, I don't want to do it again. I, you know what, it's it's just going to be a rite of passage, it's just going to be the tutorial level for America every time you get here. I suppose I don't have to be scared of it if I know that I can actually make it through. And also, surprisingly, uh, we have Nick here as well, who I don't know how much he's going to be able to talk today, but he's he's here. I'm, uh, I've been reserving some energy. I think I'll be okay today. Propped him up on sticks. He's, you know, he's kind of, he's in scarecrow <laughs> got scarecrow. Yes. Scarecrow Nick. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's kind of amazing. I've been surviving just on a, like, uh, real fruit popsicles and jello has what I've been sustaining myself this last week. Oh, were those popsicles okay in the end? They're pretty damn good. I really appreciate those. Thank you. They're oh, I'm really, glad. really good. I'm sorry I couldn't get the thing you wanted. They just, like, they didn't have You it. know what, though? Like, uh, uh, I was given Pedialyte, like actual regular Pedialyte, and I'm glad you didn't, because even though my taste isn't here right now, I can taste how fucking terrible that stuff is. Oh, that, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it worked out then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pedialyte's garbage, so don't even worry about getting the pops of that stuff. And then, finally... We have Wayne as boss, who I don't I don't know how he's actually here as well. Dude's a workaholic, and and not for Sunset, but also for Sunset. Hi, yeah, boy. Y'all know Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> I I can tell you a thing or two about Digimon. You, do you know Digimon? I know Digimon. You know Digimon. Did you Did you know? Digimon? Did you know? <laughs> did you mon? Did you know mon? <laughs> You know, by the time it gets to game three, he's just going to be just this disjointed, mad mess of a man. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see that in the video. Skinwalker Wayne. Oh, God. <laughs> Digital too tired. Uh, but today, we actually do have a, a little bit, not not a huge topic wait, to talk you, about. Though? Who are you? I, you haven't I introduced I yourself. Who are you? I don't, I don't think it matters. Hi, everybody. <laughs> kidding and i'm serious i don't know why i'm here but we do have one thing to talk about today it's not a huge thing because we didn't get a whole lot of information where it's concerned but we did get a tra uh, a trailer for sonic prime at the very least so when we are done reading the super chats from last week that we do need to catch up on uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about mommy and daddy fighting yeah, uh, well, there is more uh, Frontier stuff to talk about, but since we're doing like a midweek show, we decided since we have another show uh, day after tomorrow morning, we're going to save our thoughts on that for that show. So it's going to be a shorter episode today. We're also just taking it easy because like Nick is dead, we're Wayne is dead. Dying. Me, I still haven't adjusted to the time zones and um, well, Cirrus is just Cirrus. He's been asking me questions at 4.45 in the morning on Twitter. Oh, yeah, the watermelon thing. Water <laughs> we, we do need to get that sorted sooner rather than later. I think, you, I think you're right. There's, We'll talk about it. We're going to eat that watermelon. <laughs> it's going to be good. Like, do, do you like watermelon? 
I could probably survive off a bit of watermelon, and the tortoise definitely would love some watermelon. I need some watermelon. Le yesterday evening, I ordered Cheetos-coated chicken wings, and they've turned all of my shits into liquid. Uh, anyways, we enough on that. that. Um, I've been like, I need to actually get better and cook for you, because Jesus Christ, you're gonna kill yourself. No, listen, here's the thing, is like, this is this, like, first initial few weeks thing, where I'm just like, okay, I gotta try all the things. And then after that, I'm going to be like, okay, sensible eating now, or somewhat sensible eating now. I'm, I'm just warning you now, pup, just looking at me and what I've gone through operation-wise. Like, I know what cholesterol smells like now. Like, just be careful. Yeah, it's cool, man. My gallbladder's in good condition. You can still play golf with that thing. It's great. Oh, my God. Anyway. Gentlemen. We finally yeah. know the release date for Sonic Prime. We've seen a new trailer. I have to get Netflix again. Yeah. Do you though? Do you really? You can always. Well, I we, feel we like always... this is a good. Uh, this is a good excuse. I can get hop on one of those free trials. Uh, that they. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then like I've got so many shows I've been meaning to catch up on because I don't have Netflix anymore, so I can watch yeah. Arcane, and uh, and that looks really good, and I gotta watch Cyberpunk because apparently that's really good, and apparently it will also make me sad. Apparently and then, it has nudity uh, in it as well. And Sonic or some shit. Did you? So, no, so we're saying right that Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk came out and it didn't need to be patched a whole bunch. Listen, uh, <laughs> that wasn't CD Projekt Red's fault. What the game? Because yeah, because because it kind of <laughs> is. It not? I mean, it really? Do you yes. think so? I'm gonna but be honest. I, I think do I, that do was. They had entire control over that project, 100%. They actually did not at all. They were really backed into a corner by their investors and people setting release dates for them that they knew they couldn't reach and they were doing their best to make it work and it just couldn't under all the pressure. So I don't blame them. Do the Everybody else, Kyle, I don't. Do the investors no, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, as... I'm still going to blame them a little bit. I'm still going to blame them a little bit. Do, do the investors count as, like, technically they're part of CD Projekt Red? I mean, that's just a technicality then, though. You know, he's talking about the dev team themselves. No, I, I, yeah, I get it. The, the dev team, yeah, like, the dev team always yeah, have that, to work the, around the, the leadership the of the public. The dev team has a good track record. I, I, I think just based off of their their previous merits, I don't think it's entirely fair to just assume that the, the blame should all be on them for that. I don't think there's, there's, there's um, so many factors think... that go into game development nowadays, yeah. especially a project of that size. I, don't I think, think crunch culture in general should just be thrown into a blender and forgot about, and but, I, you know. I don't think there's ever a situation where the publisher is going to the developers like oh please i've given you all the time in the world just make a good game already i mean publisher will actually pop in and just be like release it now yeah that's yeah. what like... i'm saying like <laughs> yeah the publisher they don't even fucking touch the game like they're just like yeah just release it like what does it load yeah okay release it it's fine what was that? What was that joke from the Animaniacs where they were looking at like the uh, the credits and they're like, "What does a producer do?" And they're like, "Oh, they shove some money and then they take all the credit for all the hard work." <laughs> Good old Animaniacs. Well, anyway, Sonic Prime. <laughs> yeah, it looks good, in it. Oh, it looked okay. Green so... Hill again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I will say about the trailer, despite the fact that it's, you know, we're stuck in Green Hill, I do like the, at the very least, the sky looks a little bit different, but I'm not going to hammer on the Green Hill thing. I think they're just keeping us in that one location oh, for yeah, the trailers for sure. because we know that 
we like we know we're going to be going to different areas at the very least. As we also stands, know that 3D. My uh, opinions on Green Hill returning in TV shows and movies is a lot different from my opinions on Green Hill returning to in games. Play it again. Yeah, they're yeah. at least different assets. Yeah. Like no, yeah, I don't think anybody would have anybody was complaining when like South Island showed up in the first Sonic movie. Oh, I was happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. um, I think the the big my big takeaway from this though is that the fight scenes. Sonic has not had the best track record with TV and fight scenes. I've noticed, like, so Sonic Boom, you could tell they were working with a shoestring budget. Anytime there was like a an actual fight going on. Oh yeah, that was a mainly conversational uh, show, and like a fight scene yeah. just consists of Eggman floats but, in, Sonic bops him, and that's basically it. But then, like, if you go even further back, look at uh, Sonic X. There is not a single fight scene in Sonic X that I think has any weight behind it. I I love that show. I really do. There's a lot of interesting things it does, but like all of the fights action. in there. Yeah, all of the fights, all of the action in that show is just garbage. And then like if you if you if you look at that track record and then look at this, like this is almost night and day compared to what we've gotten before, at least in the at least in the trailers, which you know, this may be the only bit of good action in the whole show, and then the rest is going to be Garbo. We don't know. It might we have also no way be of knowing. like a pilot thing as well. Like, sometimes the pilots have bigger budgets, and then the rest yeah. of the series is a bit more run off the mill. I mean, like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but, like, in Sonic Boom Season 2, like, the first couple of episodes looked really nice animation-wise, and then after that, it looked like a video game. It basically went back to Season 1 standards again? No, not even that. It, it literally was, like no lighting whatsoever <laughs> so i'm hoping that i'm hoping with this one the budget will actually kind of shine through a little bit because i've noticed just with this scene an improvement over what we've had before it, it, you know even even though stuff like you said sonic boom was a conversational show it makes sense that that show is going to have less focus on its action even with that considered this is still a bit of a stark contrast I don't know if this will continue, but if it does, I will be very happy because I want a Sonic show where when cool things happen, I'm invested in them as opposed to wishing I was just playing the game where they at least look better. Considering everything we've seen so far has had no focus whatsoever on dialogue, I feel like there's going to be a much bigger emphasis on action in general from all the little things we saw here. That's uh, my indication at the very least. I think that also forgives some of the more wonky stills that we've seen. I think he looks ridiculous. Like, I, I know me and Pup disagree on this, but like when he's running up the side of the hill, uh, I, I thought he looked ter terrible. <laughs> um, but outside of that, like the, uh, the fight between him and Shadow was fast and fluid and the nice dynamic shots for Eggman and everything. I think it's going to be heavily, heavily uh, focused on action. Wallace, what say you, man? Uh, the animation is bouncy and expressive, and they move around a lot, and uh, I guess that's kind of all they really gave gave us in, in the trailer. All right, so thanks really for watching, everybody. Kind of all we got. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get the skeleton I, in. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, like, uh, I'm curious to see how everyone's characterized, I think is one thing that I, I kind of pulled away from that. Because I'm like, oh, Sonic and, and Shadow 
fighting and uh it doesn't look like there's any greater purpose behind it that i'm sure that's going to be something that they sort of kick the show off of or or with rather and uh i think it's just kind of boiling everybody back down to its basics uh th it's probably too soon to be worried about this but i keep getting this weird like little gnawing worry in the back of my mind that there's going to be like is Sonic going to be an interesting character, or is he just going to be flat like he has for a lot of other projects, where he's just the main character that comes in, says a line or two, and does the thing? Um, do his decisions have any critical thinking to them? Do they have emotional weight? Do the events... Is it going to be shallow writing? I guess is really just kind of what I'm I'm going for because I don't get a lot beyond that with Sonic as a character most of the time. He's usually just kind of quippy, haha, platformer, funny man, and that's it. Uh, I, I think IDW is the only time I've seen him attempted to be given some depth outside of like one line of dialogue in Black Knight. Everybody, shut up. Uh, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, I honestly don't know which way it's going to go because uh, just it could go either way. Um, I'm ironic as it is going by my avatar. I'm not famously uh, a Ben 10 supporter, but I've heard they can get very uh, character focused and lore focused and everything. But at the same time, I mean, I've, I've seen a little bit of the Mega Man show that Wild Brains worked on and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. So that could go either way, but uh, hopefully, considering how uh, how they're trying to hype this up, they are considering this for more than just their basic little kid demographic. So, I would. I, don't know. I, I know there's something to be said about a, a a kid's property being made for kids, but I also think that there's a there's a level of understanding some studios need to have, and I'm not saying that Man of Action doesn't have that understanding. But there's an understanding that needs to be had that more than just kids watch this stuff. I've I've yeah. never really been a huge fan of the... Uh, and I know you're not making this point, Nick. Um, but I know that there's... I see this point a lot, especially in the Sonic community. This is just made for kids. Yeah. Okay. A lot of things are made for kids. It's fine. You can still do good writing. I, I want to see, like Wayne said, uh, a less flat version of some of these characters i don't i don't care if they have arcs at all they can be static characters that don't change by the time the show is over i don't need another long-winded shadow arc i don't need a, a sonic arc of self-discovery i don't need a a contemplative eggman wondering if yep mr tinker was truly what he wanted to be in this but i would like game accurate characters that are more than just whatever one note they can they can boil them down to so knuckles as more than a meathead amy as more than uh the fangirl tails as more than the sidekick i'd like to see that and i we don't have any information on what we're going to get quite yet i mean we had the initial press release where they said it's going to be a show with like themes of redemption and stuff like that and um like part of me is kind of i'm still expecting the writing to be a bit more on the shallow end because mass market kids cartoon and all that um and obviously you know the better shows are the ones that do appeal to both children and adults i think it'll appeal to adults as well i think it'll be on quite a shallow level 
but I think it will still be like entertaining in that sort of it's a Saturday morning cartoon kind of way you know you can kind of enjoy it just from the sheer energy it exudes um I, I mean at the same time I guess I'd probably be a bit more critical of the writing once it's out based on that press release you know now that they've put forward that this is going to be a show that has some more serious stuff going on you know I, I kind of would like it to do more but it's like it's one of those things where if it's a purely action focused show they can swing it on just having good action and from what we've seen it, it, you know like we've seen very little we've seen sonic and shadow and it looks kinetic enough that looks like something i could watch and enjoy you know and like yeah like um i don't know i i'm thinking it's still going to be very run off the mill sonic that's what my expectation is uh, I hope it's more, but, you know, I'm just kind of being realistic. I think it's going to be mm. your average kid's Saturday morning cartoon. Um, and you know what? I might just like that just fine. Just depends how much energy it's got. Going by that trailer, we're seeing a lot of energy there. Also, Devin Mack as Sonic, I'm sold. I think he's excellent, like, from what I've heard. Like, he's only said a few lines of dialogue, but he sounds like a very authentic young Sonic. He, he sounds like the roger craig smith sonic but he sounds authentically youthful you know and that's not a slight roger craig yeah smith. Ro roger craig smith has never quite sold me on a uh, on young sonic he's now, now granted there is something that i've noticed like the sonics sounding a bit older as the games go on isn't exactly a horrible thing but you know that that's not on purpose yeah yeah i, I think look, i think roger's great but i think you know it sounds more like an adult playing a teenager whereas i think devon mack just naturally has that voice whether or not he'll do the performance side of things as well as roger can do i mean we haven't really seen roger get much opportunity to do much with the character aside from sonic boom where he was doing it strictly comedic he did a fantastic job of that anyways like aside from the whole fucking roger versus devon debate yeah, I think Devin Mack is going to be a great Sonic. We heard a slight grunt from Dr. Robotnik, which is... That's going to be, I think, one of the most interesting things for me, is seeing the modern Dr. Robotnik in his modern design, not made of toilet polygons, speaking in a voice <coughs> that isn't Mike Pollock. Yeah, I was uh, actually going to ask you guys about that too, because we do know the voice cast, and I could not place who Eggman was. Yeah, it's... So... Who here has seen Adrenaline Dubs? Is it is it just me who's watched Adrenaline Dubs stuff on the IDW comic? I saw them on the table across from us at Sonic Revolution. Right, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so I'm, so I'm the only one who's actually, like, watched their content. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, they have an interesting take on Eggman, and I'm... I Because Mike Pollock is such a huge... Uh, when you think Mike Pollock's Eggman, it stands out. Like, his performance as Eggman is always a, a steal-the-show type of performance. Whether you like it or not, it, he makes you pay attention to him. Um, there is a much more subdued and subtle Eggman that's used for adrenaline dubs. While, we, I, while I can't really place who's Eggman in a cast either for Sonic Prime... And I'm, I'm going to do a quick look up to see if maybe we've got that confirmed or not. But I am hoping we get a less Pollock and more uh, Adrenaline Dubs type deal. Even if it's like nothing like what we've heard before, 
I don't want a Pollock impersonator is what I'm saying. Because I, I like Pollock's performance for how Pollock does it. Yeah, so that's that's kind of my thing, is I'm like, uh, while Pollock is still in the game and still doing his work with it, with a big multimedia franchise like this, as it's kind of spreading it, uh, spreading out into different uh, forms of media and everything all the time, I think it's a good opportunity to start looking at other takes for these characters. It's kind of like how so many actors just started doing the Mark Hamill Joker every time you know, Joker came back up because it's just recognizable, but there are other really good performances as Joker that aren't so one-to-one that. Uh, I think I just figured out. I think, it's hmm. Brian Dr- I think it's Brian Drummond. Sorry for interrupt, but I think it's Brian Drummond. Uh, but yeah, if you want to go ahead and finish your point, Wayne. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like, it's, it's a little different for me when it's like, uh, you know, here's a here's a legacy cast that's been doing these characters, and they they have like formed these characters. Uh, the Scooby Doo cast, I guess, being one of them. I'm not much mm-hmm. of a Scooby Doo fan, but like the cast behind that is is what you know helps make that series. At the same time, while they're uh, you know while uh, Pollock is still getting work as the character, I think it'd be good to see some new interpretations. Uh, you know, get some uh, get some other talented people in that chair. And just kind of like have fun with the character. It doesn't need to be the same thing every time. I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying, where I was just like, I was watching the the Prime trailer. I was just like, yep, this sure is like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog talking, uh, it, and it's like lines that I'm sure I've heard him say like 15 other times, and you know, Lord knows what. It, it's I I just want to see something new from these characters, man. Yeah, I don't I, disagree. Uh... Sorry, go on, Nick. I was just going to say pretty much that, like, at the start of that, like, I don't disagree, but also at the same time, and I've said this months ago when we were first talking about the show, um, I've I've never had a Sonic cartoon that felt like it was firmly in a Sonic world. So it's, um, I, I kind of want them <laughs> to do some real Sonic-ass stuff. So I've been pretty okay with Green Hill and Eggman sounding kind of like Eggman and Shadow fighting Sonic and all this stuff because they... They don't do it a whole lot. They usually get a little bit out there in terms of Sonic animated products. And I, ironically enough, like Eggman is one of those characters, especially in comic, not in comics, actually in comics too. Art, Jesus, Archie Eggman, Eggman. But like, he has had such a wild uh, diversity of characters within his single character. Yep. So I'm happy. Uh, yeah, I'm of two minds of it. Like, I, I really want them to kind of find like the the baseline of what a Sonic the Hedgehog product is, not just like a really out there idea like Sad I Am or Boom, or like any of them. Like Sonic X really was the closest we had, and even then that took place on Earth World, and then changed up the canon a little bit there until it unchanged it. And uh, but, <laughs> but I'm pretty okay with them. Um, starting off with the baseline this is what sonic the hedgehog is and i think that's what they're going to be going for here i think what we're actually going to be seeing is um these characters having to really branch out with what they are supposed to do i think you guys are going to be in for and search probably would be more excited for this than anybody you're, you're getting um you're getting the storybook series because we're going to be getting these characters interpreted in different variations from dimension to dimension and I think Green Hill is just our established, this is Sonic's home base world. Mm-hmm. Which is smart. Um, I mean, yeah, I kind of 
I, I don't disagree with you at all, or, you know, you, Wayne. I'm just thinking, um, like, I'm okay with it if they do just want to do Sonic as Sonic. You know, if they just want to do everything as it's presented in the games, because it's Sonic Prime. This is the show that is touted as the Sonic show that exists within that universe. This isn't, you know, an out-there concept. Uh, at the same time, I'm also open to new takes. The other thing I would say, though, is, like, Devin Mack... Uh, on YouTube and stuff, he's done things where he's done like little IDW readings and puppet shows and stuff pertaining to Sonic, and his Sonic voice in those is much more his own voice, whereas in Prime, he's doing more of the Roger Craig Smith style of Sonic. Now, the thing I'm thinking here is that I'm fully expecting the Robotnik to be more of the Pollock variety simply because I think while they have got new voice actors, they are still trying to keep them on brand with the game ones. So, like, that's what I think is actually going on here, is that I think, you know, whether or not these actors have their own voices for these characters in mind, they are probably being instructed to sound more like the game versions for the sake of brand synergy, effectively. And it is quite clear, you know, from, like, the IDW comics, from... Uh, Sonic Frontiers from Takeshi Yazuka saying that he wants there to be one Sonic universe and wants to bring everything together that they want to synergize this brand now. So I, mm -hmm. I, I definitely say I would be fine if Robotnik comes in sounding like Mike Pollock. I would also be happy to see a more subtle new take uh, but I fully expect it to be the more on-brand Pollockian style of Eggman. And they're gonna be... sorry go ahead uh, i was just gonna say that i i hate when you say something that i want to vehemently disagree with but it makes way too much sense because this is one of those times where i want to go no they've got these different people they could do so many things and i'm like no 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 pups probably right if if that is the case with uh with devon max sonic being different in different interpretations and then for prime it's very firmly video game sonic sounding video game sonic then we if if what i'm reading is right and we do have brian drummond as eggman then we're just going to get brian drummond impersonating pollock as pollock eggman well just for for the sake of brian drummond specifically here um something to kind of compare to is also when dragon ball z switched up their english voice actors Brian Drummond was the original Vegeta and he set the standard of what that character is supposed to be up until um, uh, it's not Chris Sabat, who's the guy? Uh, hold on, Sean Chamel's Goku, it's, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's Chris. I, I think it is Sabat Okay, so when Chris took over I mean, if you've ever listened to those like it was because um, I was, I think I was like in middle school when that happened, I don't remember but it was like a really jarring shift it was like stiff and it, it was weird and they were trying to do the old voice cast but after a while since those that was the voice cast uh chris kind of went and made it his own and now when they when i'm asked like who do i like better brian or, or chris like i have to give like the the caveat answer which is like i like younger vegeta when it's brian i like older vegeta when it's chris i like dad vegeta to be chris um you know because he, he made it his own thing um and Brian is a uh, he's a very good voice actor. He's a very seasoned voice actor. So 
I think he is, um, even if it does sound a little bit more like Pollock, which could be a problem. If you remember uh, Pollock making kind of a stink about Jim Carrey kind of slightly sounding like him during movie two, that, that could potentially be an issue because Pollock is very protective of what he puts into the character and, you know, his contribution and all that fun, fun stuff. So we might, we might have some drama there if that's the case, but regardless, if it is Brian Drummond doing Eggman specifically, I really do, don't think you could do better in terms of like a seasoned dude who can go and take that, interpret it, make it similar, but still turn it into something else. I mean, there's also the possibility, because I mean, like, um, if you look back at Sonic X in the early episodes, Mike Pollock's Robotnik was much closer to Dean Bristow. Like, it was kind of Pollock's right. version of Bristow. There's every possibility yeah. that when Prime first comes out, these are all the actors kind of doing their thing, but, like, based around the way they sound in the games, and then they evolve slightly later on. However, we've also got to take into account that, like, oh, also sorry for that alert sound. Um, That was just, like, it records my desktop audio to get these boys in. Yeah, you guys didn't. The stream did. Oh. Um it's just a thing it lets me know when my motherboard temperature is a little high um i've disabled it but um it lets you know when your mother's hot my motherboard is hot anyways um <laughs> the reason it might not go in that direction is we've got to remember with sonic x that voice cast went on to replace the originals whereas here i mean it could still happen but like that i i know that devin mack like did that little sit down video when he was first announced as Sonic saying don't worry I'm not a replacement for Roger Craig Smith or anything like that <laughs> which was very for now. incredibly courteous of him but it's like for now we know we know what Sega are like I, I, I would mean, hope we literally... sorry go on we literally we literally started our one of our first topics of the show like who's the next voice actor for Sonic since he wasn't going to do it for a little bit uh, well not not Devin but uh, yeah, Roger. Roger. Because there was like, like a what a, a three month, yeah, it was like a three month period almost where it was just like he's he wasn't confirmed for any projects anymore. And here's yeah, and then just let's look hmm. at the law of averages here. Um, so Roger Craig Smith has changed his Sonic voice up a little bit for Sonic Frontiers, and it sounds really good in my opinion. I think a lot of people are in agreement. The new voice is a bit more subtle. Sounds really good. Remember what happened when the last Sonic voice actor before him had a slightly more subtle performance that was way better. <laughs> when we got the Black Knight and Unleashed performances back to back, yeah, and then like they when, were the last performances. When it was like Jason Griffith finally managed to turn all of the skeptics, and everyone was like, oh man, he sounds great. And then Sega's like, okay, yep, you're out. I... I mean, just bluntly, and this is no disrespect to voice actors because I know a few of them, and they're all wonderful, wonderful human beings. But I mean, they're they're very disposable for businessmen. Yeah, they shouldn't disposable. be. Of course not. Absolutely yeah, not. But but that that is the reality. Is that's how they're treated. I mean, yeah. Let's yeah. look at the way fucking Ryan Drummond and the original cast were treated, like just swapped out for not really any real reason at all. Yeah, yeah, the only one that really has any kind of uh, legacy in terms of Sonic voice acting is Sonic's Japanese voice actor. It's so like, weird they... to think there is a country in on this planet 
where Sonic's voice has stayed the same in every game, where the Sonic but, voice in Lost World is the same as the Sonic voice in Sonic Adventure. But the reason for that, though, is that Japan has a very different view on their legacy characters than America does when it comes to voices. Um, they have a... As a culture, they have a proclivity for keeping the same voice actor even when a character ages for as long as humanly possible the the voice actress behind goku uh, has been the same since the character was 10 years old uh till now when the character's like what 62 like he's old as hell as far as dbz is concerned he's just not like as old as he could or dragon ball super's concerned he's just not as old as he could be because saiyan dna or some shit but still like we still have the exact same voice of Goku from when he was 10 till now in Japan because they keep that legacy actor for as long as they can manage, which is not a thing we do over here. I wish it was a thing we did over here. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't wish it was a thing. (laughs) It. Okay. So what I'm, what I'm saying though, is that the, the, the feeling behind it of like, this is the character who voices this. I'm not saying like when a character stops being like, I don't want the, the voice actress who did Frieza, uh, in, in Funimation to be Goku as funny as that would be. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Genkai, Genkai Frieza. Oh God. Man, I'm just, such um... a. Right now, I'm just picturing the Sonic Lost World cutscenes, but Sonic is voiced by Ryan Drummond. Tails is Cory Bringus, Robotnik Mike Pollock, and it feels wrong. It feels so off. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, we're uh, we're discussing stuff. We we don't know any. We don't know the truth to any of it. We have not seen any of the contracts. We have no idea. Can we talk um, a little more about the animation? Because we did get to see quite a bit of that, and we've so... really only touched on that slightly. Before we do that, um, let's get caught up on our super chats here before we are uh, too overloaded, because we did promise we would do that before we talked about the show, and we certainly didn't do that. We are incompetent. <laughs> we don't We don't have that many, and we're very, yeah. very thankful for everybody. Yeah, we, we don't have that many. You guys are not very generous at all. I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> First yes. up, we have Sony with five bucks Canadian. Can't wait to see the Zeddy in Prime. Hashtag ready for Zeddy. Hashtag Zavox. How does he always get here first? And also, <laughs> yeah, if, if, if the Zeddy's going to be in any show, it's probably going to be this one. I'm just saying. I mean, that's a that's where I prefer them to be over anything I would have been intrigued by a boom Zavok. I think they could have made it work. Oh, my God. They made everything work. Nick, you're we, up. We actually we do need to talk about uh, characters real quick, uh, just off Sony's... Uh, just inspired me there. Uh, Pup, you did point out to us this tweet. Uh, Freedom Fighters are confirmed not to be in it. Not surprising anybody. But the IDW character is also probably not surprising. They're not off the table. Yeah, so basically, yeah. Um, one of the writers or animators, I can't remember who, but it was, it was a staff member, was asked, you know, can we expect to see any Archie or IDW characters? And they said, like, Archie and Sadiem, no. I can't really say for the rest of it. Not sure if we're allowed to say. I'm going to be real. Like, if they are in that, that's a really tagless answer because that's not very good at keeping secrets if they are in it. Um, Yeah. But, like, yeah, you basically said definite no to one, not going to rule the others out, (laughs) effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oops, I said the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud. 
No, this I think one. I think it's good to get that shit out there for some fans to be like, hey, this is probably not. Oh yeah, not I'm just wondering happen. if it's good for their Se- NDA. <laughs> yeah, Sega's Sega's very, very adamantly against the Freedom Fighters, and they've been trying to push them out of the comics for years. So, well, Sonic Spinball is now canon. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how canon it actually is. I know Flynn's trying to because there it was a canon. Bumblecast where he basically said it's canon. Don't think too much about it. Also, I mean, you've got Mount Mobius in Sonic Origins. Yeah, it's true. No, I know. I literally have a video coming out talking about that today. What's Mobius? You edited it. <sighs> anyway, I'm excited to see some IDW characters. I would really like to see a properly voiced Starline. What if Starline is a girl and her name is Starlene? Good for her. Live your best life, Queen. I want to kiss that. All right, Bill. Xavier Fortin with a 279 in cause. Thank you. Happy Venus Day, Gilly. (laughs) God's sake. Oh, God. There's some more. Uh, Your turn, sirs. Uh, uh, Someone else needs to take mine real quick. All right. Um, Omega Mr. Salty with 299. Ah. Uh, When you want to take Xavier? Yeah, we got Xavier Fortin, uh, 279 Canadian. Happy early Venus Day, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier's been on a roll, too. Yeah, Probably Xavier's got deep pockets today, Jesus. Um, so Well, that was one was for yeah, last week. I know, week. I know, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 279 Canadian. I bet Wayne's head is in ruins after the Digimon vid. Get, get it? Because, uh, well, we'll van- get to that, we'll get to that. Did they vandalize your heart? I had a hiccup. Oh, no. Sony again gave us the exact. <laughs> oh my god! I am once again spreading my Zeddy propaganda. Hashtag ready for Zeddy. Hashtag Zav- Zavix. You're gonna make me a fan of the Zeddy if you're not careful. I mean, I think Flynn might have accidentally. For me, I need to read the Zeddy Hunt story. I what happened was I was reading through it all chronologically, and I got to the end of the infection arc and. Uh, it got to the annual stories and then the Tangle and Whisper stories and then I travelled to America and I don't have my IDW comics with me but that's fair okay Sirius you back which one are we on you're yeah on... I am back which you're... one are we on funny enough you're on Omega Mr. Salty again <laughs> uh, is this the 299 one yep yeah. go ahead read all of that out you know yep. that was quite a bit but... let me go ahead and uh Strap in Omega Mr. Salty. Thank you very much for the two ninety nine upside down dollars. I keep okay. seeing yeah. <laughs> my little my little cat sleep in the same dog bed as my dog when they didn't used to like each other at all. And she keeps like getting up whenever I spot her doing it and it's really adorable. I took a picture of the two of them together yesterday. They are so cute. I think I think story's just real real lonely. Just because now we have a blind cat that takes up all of, all of Mama's time. Well, that's fine. I'm happy to give Story some attention. That's I know, happens. but it's, it's nice to see see her get along with the dog. No, they're my so friends. I don't care. Well, because I, uh, I mean, we have black cats that kind of just live in our yard, and anytime Ghost sees them, he goes charging after them, barking like crazy. But uh, I now that we have drive one, I have a wedge between the two, and they will love me more than they love each other. God damn it. Sirius, you can't come here next month. I'm... It's fine. I'll sleep in the yard. I'm the friend of the pets. 
we need to figure out your sleeping situation because right now all I have is pizza couch for you. And by pizza couch, I mean more of a pizza love seat. Oh, dude. Mm. Me and on. me and me and Pup get real. I've sat in that, man. Yeah. I mean, man, I could always just make up a. Right. I could always just That's make up a cover. pallet. It's not hard. Oh yeah, I remember when we was like one of the first nights here was like we were playing uh, Sonic Unleashed or Sonic Generations or whatever it was that we were playing at the time, and Nick sits down on the pizza couch and his arm just brushes against me and goes, "Ew, I'm not gay." <laughs> <laughs> My that's God. exactly what what was said. That's that's a real story. Was, no, you did say it. you see you did say I'm not gay. Oh, well, I got to give you some kind of boundaries, bro. Yeah. No, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm still like conditioned to just assume everything that Pup says is a lie. What the That's fuck, fair. Wayne? You're my friend. Hmm. Someone read the next super chat. <laughs> Wayne, you're uh, up with Webster. Well, is it Webster with five uh, pounding Pup? Uh, not much, but this put but put this towards Nick's hospital bill. I feel like I had a stroke listening to you say that, and then I read it out myself. I, I, and I felt I like, like I was having one. Now there's nothing bad. wrong with any of this. I don't. <laughs> there really wasn't. I don't know. I think I, think I just. I also, think a part of my brain just turned off for a second there. Don't mind me. Also, I think a part of you just realized halfway through. Oh. I'm not going to get money from this. It's going to Nick. I screw Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my brain really is in ruins. Also, um. Webster, I'm very terrified to see what that bill's gonna be. Webster, Ugh. aka Spider Man, has made a terrific video on Shadow the Hedgehog, which I think everyone should check out. Just want to put that yes. out there. Um, and I will also be retweeting that on my own Twitter as well. So just nice. yeah. Um, Oz Jam H with five bucks. Hey fellas, how you fellows doing? Sane? Yeah, me too. Which is not. By the way, pup. Congrats on the new channels, Clifford, Blues Clues, and Gur of Invader Zim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's smart. That's actually very clever. Um, that was really good. Thanks. Yeah, no, I'm just... Um, I've had some folks a bit worried, saying, are you going to be able to manage three channels? Don't worry, the workload's the exact same. I'm just putting videos that fucking flop on my red channel into the others to give them their best chance in the algorithm. So, you know, we'll see how they go. We'll see how they go. Yeah. All right. Uh, way past cool kid with uh, ninety nine cents. Thank you so much. Very quiet this time. Very weird. Yeah. Did you say but... anything, way past cool kid, or did Wayne just fail? I no. I just uh, did, oh, so... there wasn't there wasn't anything. Oh my god! You poor you <laughs> no. little angel. Don't worry. I'm not really accusing you. Dry those tears. Oh my... Come here. Come here. <laughs> Let me give you a cuddle. Oh, oh, there we go. All better. All better. He's not gay. All right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, Sham H, thank you very much for the $10. <laughs> As someone who's seen Man of Action shows, while some are misses, mainly, execution, uh, mainly executive meddling, they have some good shows like Generator Rex, which uh, one of the members on Prime stated to be more like that. That's at least good to hear. That is good to hear. <clears throat> and I feel like we talked about all this before. We're just kind of... It sometimes feels like an old episode, you know, because we're kind of speculating on the same stuff we've been speculating on for months now just because we don't have that much more information. 
Can you imagine how terrible it's going to be if when the show comes out we don't have we have even less to say about it? Oh, I think we'll be alright. Because it's going to suck. I'm I not we'll be okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What all day right. you're right. And then we got uh, Mike uh, nineteen eleven uh, with four ninety nine. What would it take for the in- inept developers of SOJ Sega of Japan? Oh, to bring back uh, the Freedom Fighters because I really want them back. I was they're saying to not, um, had to bring them back. I was saying to <laughs> but Nick, they're not coming back. I was saying to they're Nick, good. you've got more chance of seeing them in one of the Paramount movies than you have in any of the official like core canon games because like the movies have clearly kind of embraced a little bit of like sonic's history from different areas like you know we've seen like the echidna tribes we've seen the return of mobius whether or not they're naming it that in the actual films either way like sonic is from another planet there and and, like as well as that paramount are clearly able to say no to sega where other companies are a bit more in the palm of their hand you know um so i'm not saying anything like i think they will i still think it's very unlikely but i think you've got more chance of seeing them in the movies than you have in the games see closest thing we're gonna get sonic 3 starts and we're getting a small recap on events previous just to catch up the audience you know maybe we start with a cold open that just kind of like teases shadow or whatever and we cut to sonic just talking about like his adventures with eggman meeting tails and knuckles all that kind of stuff and just kind of establishing where he is in the world now and we find out that he's been talking this entire time just a little chipmunk that's sitting on a branch next to him who's not paying him any attention at all and uh he's like i'm gonna name you sally and no I didn't want that to happen. (laughs) I didn't want that to happen. That was was perfect. Never mind. The moment's gone. As as the resident Freedom Fighter enjoyer here, who's not going to respond with vitriol or sass, you little shit. Uh, (laughs) um, I mean, they're not wrong, Mike. Um, The fact of the matter is uh, they've never been a part of Sega of Japan's situation. Sega of Japan has always been a very, very proud, very old school company, and they've been wanting to get rid of the Freedom Fighters for a very, very long time. Um, It's just that Archie get away with keeping them around for as long as they did. So when Sega could cut ties with them, I'm going to assume they also uh, drowned all of those animals as quickly as possible because they do not like them. It's true. I killed them myself. Yeah. Um, that said, though, we also don't know exactly what the rights are for the Freedom Fighters. We know that they're not Ken Penders, but uh, we know Deke owns, uh, or I guess Wildbrain now, they own the television rights to the old show. I know that Archie owns the rights of the revised designs when they rebooted the comic, but they they could be wrapped up in other sort of garbage like that because in the early 90s, uh, Sega was not exactly good about keeping this shit under wraps. I mean, for God's sakes, look at the state of Marvel. It is the way it is just because they had to keep selling off rights of different characters to different studios. Mm-hmm. And even the most powerful company on the planet, Disney, can't get it all under one roof in a nice, easy package. So I can... It might just not be worth the trouble. Bureaucracy. For the sake My of... favorite. Um, for the sake of Devil's Advocate, and I know no one likes Devil's Advocate, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I almost kind of get it. You know, like Sega of Japan, like Sonic comes from japan and everything like it's kind of their thing and i kind of get if they're like oh why are you fucking taking this in this complete opposite direction like but at the same time 
I kind of feel like that would be much more warranted if Sega of Japan had a much clearer idea of what Sonic is or a much more comprehensive and cohesive idea of what Sonic is. And also just, yeah, like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. Like, I, I, I had a point that I was almost going to regurgitate from the video that I edited for Nick. No, I'm not going to fucking say that. He'll say that when he says it. Yeah, I mean, that's it's a whole other cop topic conversation. You'll and, see it um, when I'm you see it. But keep yeah, an eye out for Nick's uh, latest video. I edited it. Tell, tell him how good the editing is. <laughs> it's really good, actually. Is it's it really, good? really good. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, you caught a few more of my my joke spots in terms of, like, when to shift over with music and stuff, so... I was really proud of you. It was really good. Oh, cool. That might not have been intentional. I mean, no. There, there's one I thought you did like way better than I had in my head. Oh, okay. I, I really chuckled at. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. As far as like how Sega of Japan and America handled each other, like it's it's a very famous, very problematic situation. And when you have a head like Yuji Naka, that didn't help anything. Um, but that's another topic for another time point is the freedom fighters are not worth the trouble right now they just aren't um and that's coming from uh king simp monk himself uh let's let's move on he's monk. abandoned you he's abandoned all of you oh my god whose turn is it uh that was I mine i think i uh, read that one okay otis small sends two bucks nick isn't gay he's a top hashtag hi mr boojay <laughs> I mean, you know, take what I want. Serious. Next one we have here is from Ozjam H. <laughs> Thank you for. <laughs> Thank you for the five dollars. Uh, also, speaking of voice actors, how about that Tales tube with our favorite Emerald Guardian boy? Yeah. We're gonna. Hey, I actually uh... really liked a moment from that. Did we want to talk about that today? No, 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 no. We're just staying on Prime today. This okay. all has to do with Frontier, so let's... Well, we'll I will share my thoughts on that next. We'll move that to yeah, Friday. We'll discuss from now. Tales Tube Friday. Um, because we've got a fair little bit of, like, Sonic Frontier stuff for Friday. There are some videos I want to send to you guys that I'd appreciate if we could all just watch a little bit of before. Unless you don't want to watch right. leaks, that's fine. Um, I mean, is it just from, like, show floor stuff? Yeah, show floor stuff. Yeah, that's no big deal. It's whatever. It's demo stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's stuff uh, going off willingly anyway. You might want to go in blind. I don't know. But playing video game blind seems kind of useless because how are you supposed to fucking see? I mean, it's just like little assets or... Uh, yeah, like I'm not worried about it. God damn it. God. <laughs> Every once in a while, I just find like an out-of-pocket like cluster of words he snuck into a sentence. Yeah, I know. I And I'm stumbling through my point and then I just kind of fall apart when you know all hits my brain <laughs> ha destroyed in debate pup shapiro one wins a get fuck take that liberal, liberal. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're we're caught up with our super chats pup you wanted to talk about the animation a little bit oh yeah i like yeah. it <laughs> um, yeah yep and animation go animation go yeah i, I it, think it's uh, okay I think it's okay. I think it's, it's obviously. Than... Oh, sorry, Wayne, you go on. I was gonna say it's an obvious. Uh, you know, still need to see more of it, but uh, it looks uh, promising. And I'm. I always just like when uh, animators remember you can still do squash and stretch in 3D. So. Yeah. No. I'm... There does seem. 
Sorry, go on, seriously. <laughs> I, I fumbled my chance to speak. You you take yours. Go on. There there does seem to be some squatch and stretch. It doesn't seem to be a whole heck of a lot, but it's it is at least a little better. Like I said before though, I'm just happy this is a step up from what we got in in previous shows. Action looks like a regular action scene, not not like an action scene made in Gary's mod. I yeah. I uh <laughs> I do not like the way characters moved around in Boom, and this feels like an improvement. I yep, I agree. Mm. I I don't know if the overall models look better to me or not, but uh, the fact that they're animating is much more important to me. I remember I kicked up a stink about Sonic's arms when they first did that initial reveal of a couple of seconds. Um, with the benefit of hindsight, um, this looks definitely... Well, I didn't notice any... I didn't hate his arms when I was watching it, so... <laughs> but... I want to I go back and I want to see if I said anything to the effect of, like, it's probably makes sense when it's in motion... I mean, yeah. it's also mainly the thing of it only looks like that for like a split second, basically. Like, for like 98% of that fucking trailer, he looks pretty much on model with the game Sonic, just with a few tweaks, such as the new quilly texture he's got. And I really like that, by the way. I like what they've done with the sort of quilly pattern on his, um, on his blue fur. Um, but yeah, I just, I love the way this thing looks. I love that also, that forced perspective shot at the end of, like, Sonic's arm coming out as he's, like, jumping off the side of a cliff. Yeah, see, that's the kind of shit I'm into. It's like, it, it looks expressive. Yeah. It's... Now, yeah. the thing is, there's going to be a lot of Elephant in the Room stuff because, um, it, people are going to compare the animation in this to the animation in Sonic Frontiers. Now, the truth be told, there is no reason why a game on, like, the PlayStation 5 generation and such can't recapture that kind of animation. But a rebuttal I'm going to make to that is, I'm going to say this, I think Sonic Prime is clearly going for very Western animation sensibilities with a lot of squash and stretch. When I look at Frontiers, the animations are stiffer, but there's a lot of, like, pose-to-pose -pose stuff, a lot of very anime-esque fight movements and stuff. So I think... What this really is, is like with Prime, we're seeing the very Western interpretation of Sonic in animation, like what we've seen from like Mars or Animation Planet, like what we've seen from like some of the movie stuff. And then on the Japanese end of things, we're seeing more Japanese animation sensibilities. And I like that. I, you know, I, I can, I, you know, I take that all and make a big old Sonic fruit salad, as Ryan Drummond once said. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like I uh, I would like to see more creative animation in the Sonic games because I do think it has been a little like even if we're we're talking like you know Japanese versus American animation, I I do think that Sonic has not necessarily pushed itself in that regard. That said, where uh, based on a lot of what I'm seeing for Frontiers, I don't think like there should be an expectation for the animation in that particular game and for what it's trying to accomplish to look the way Prime does. Yeah, the I don't thing... need to look exactly like Prime. I, I'd, I'd like it to stop looking like it's on a very sad budget, though. The thing I'm also kind of noticing, and this is through, like, leaks and stuff, is um, that, like, Sonic's in-game animation is very pose-to-pose. -pose. It's got, like, his running animation and stuff. And that's all very kind of simple, but then, like... 
it's just there are certain moves that he does where the animation starts randomly going really hard and then like there's also like there's this i don't know if you guys have seen him just break dancing with a chaos emerald at one point it's like <laughs> yeah i saw that they have put something into the animation this time i'm gonna give credit here like the animation is pretty expressive um but yeah i think naturally that debate of like the prime style of animation versus the game style of animation is going to come up and i personally think there is a middle ground between the two that can be met but at the same time i do like that we've got two very different approaches to this and i like the very expressive style that prime has brought to the table it feels like a natural evolution and a higher budget version of what sonic boom kind of brought to the table it looks like it's given me a lot of what the Sonic cutscenes have not for a very, very long time. And for that, I'm incredibly, incredibly thankful. Um, I'm more curious to see what's going to happen, just to almost kind of bring back the voice cast and everything like that, how influential this is going to be. Because I don't remember the Sonic X stuff initially, starting off with the idea of, oh, we're going to shift them into the English voice cast for Synergy. Because that that seems more like a synergetic move than anything else um so they they might take influence from this show if it does well and roll it into the game itself because uh, they're certainly not above doing that in terms of movie inspiration either i kind of hope they don't but like i i would ex i would happily accept devin mack as the new voice of sonic from what i've heard like both in his idw readings and like the trailers and such as well like if they said devon mac is the new sonic i'd be okay with that but i just don't like the precedent of the existing actors being just shoved out of their roles and such well again we're it, we don't know the future um and neither of these projects are out yet uh the new game or the new show so you know let's let's not get too too worried just a thing to consider i suppose yeah i no, think it's, it's gonna be interesting it would be it'd be cool to come back like a year later and be like hey is anybody still talking about this show yeah 100 percent. you're right <laughs> i still I was really excited um... for a drastic park show and then it came out and it was uh yep that was a that was a kid show featuring dinosaurs while this looks like it's going to be, in some ways, the Sonic show I wanted when I was a kid, like one that's fully in-universe with the games, with no Thorndikes attached, um, like, at the same time, I think because of that, it's got a high chance of being the most mid-Sonic show ever, simply because yep. I look at the different Sonic shows, with the exception of Underground, and I think each one of these has something special about it, you know? And it's partly because they're not restrained to what the games are doing, like... Adventure Sonic the Hedgehog, I love the versions of Robotnik and everything they brought to the table. Sad AM, I I like that they went for like a sort of a long form story and they, they, you know, they were able to do something very unique. And Sonic Boom was just so fresh and different to every kind of piece of Sonic media we'd had at that point. And it was very well done, it was very satirical. So it's like, it almost feels like we've had so many very inventive takes on Sonic in animation. It's like, Sonic Prime has quite a bit to prove as a show that is just the core Sonic universe, but I'm I'm not going to let that, you know, taint my opinions. I'm I'm expecting it to be pretty mid, and when I say mid, I don't mean like Twitter mid, where it basically just means bad. I mean actual mid, where yeah, it's pretty good. 
That's all. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, and I, you, you said as much when we first saw the first bits of Prime, and I've been in complete agreement with you this this entire time. I think it's gonna be fine. I don't think it's gonna blow anything. I I, I, I don't know. I think Sonic fans will eat it apart just because it's what we do. But like outside of that, I think it's just gonna be there. It'll be fine. It'll do its thing and run for like four seasons. And by seasons, I mean Netflix splits up like two separate seasons. I was gonna. Time. Yeah, I was gonna ask, how long do we think this series is gonna go? Because I keep thinking of it as like the thing that's gonna be here for one season, and then we'll we'll not see anymore. I think we already have more than one season, just because we have only eight okay. episodes coming out. They've so also they're... confirmed that one of the episodes is like a forty-minute special or something. Yeah, robots that... from the sky two confirmed. That said, um, I mean, this is Netflix we're talking about, so don't get your hopes up too long. Yeah, they'll probably just cancel it. Yeah. Oh, animation. What's that? Yes, yeah, like today's climate is unkind to animation, and that's disgusting. That's a soapbox I'm going to stand on and just say that's fucking disgusting. But yeah, um... animation and voice actors. Have you guys heard about the shit going on with Crunchyroll? No. No. What's going on there? Uh, so okay, so I feel like I need more details on this, but I think. Uh... The guy that was playing a uh, mob in Mob Psycho 100 was either joining or trying to start like a union thing uh, with Crunchyroll. I think he was the English voice actor for for Mob, and they're just like, okay, fire him, Re recast. They're just like, uh, no, no, voice actors don't need to get paid, you know, living wages for actually, you know, coming in and making uh, our job possible. You know, I fucking hate this industry. <laughs> I hate it, man. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Very, very disposable. No matter how much you love these characters, fact of the matter is these companies will be like, fuck it, we'll yeah. have somebody else, and then the entire fan base can debate which one they like better. Mm. Either way, they'll watch. I started college, and I was just like, I was so happy and excited. I was just like, oh man, I'm going to be in animation. This is going to be the best. And then I started learning what the industry is actually like. Yeah, industry is the quickest way to uh, kill any kind of creative juice you have in your heart. It's uh, I'm not speaking out of experience, but it, it's disheartening from anybody I've spoken to about about it. It just sounds so fucking frustrating. If anybody wants to know what it's like just like working in the animation field, highly recommend. There's an episode of uh, Paranoia Agent. Uh, it's it's a very dark anime, but it's got an amazing episode just about like um what animation is actually like. Paranoia Agent's good, but uh, yeah, no, that episode in particular is just like yeah. Have you also um heard about? something that's going on at Warner Brothers Discovery is obviously they've been cancelling a lot of projects left and right. Mm -hmm. But one of the recent things, and uh, yeah, so there's, I think the show is called Deep Space or something. I can't remember what it's called. Mad Space? I don't quite remember. Uh, Final, uh, Space. Final Space. Final yeah. Space and Aquaman King of Atlantis. Uh, these were both streaming exclusives. They've pulled them from streaming and as a tax write-off they will not be re-released in any form. There is no legal way to watch those shows now. So the yeah, because I think I saw somebody 40... on iTunes like just lost access to his purchased seasons of this of the series. Yep, because yeah, they're treating it, it as a tax writer, uh... so they're actively robbing their audience now. Yeah, of stuff they already own. It's yeah. like there's over forty projects, animation wise, that they just chopped off the table. I immediately canceled my HBO Max uh, 
yeah um, i did too subscription a few weeks ago after that news started hitting i hope they flounder i hope they fail i i hope wb goes bankrupt at this point i don't give a fuck about superheroes i don't give a fuck about uh Discovery. I don't give a fuck about the reality TV shows. I want it all to burn at this point. I this think Warner Brothers it's Discovery. Like... Sorry, Wayne. Um, do you want You're to go good. first? I was just gonna say that hey, what's sad is that this isn't even anything new. Like this has been happening. I mean, Megas XLR. Like yep. that is fucking impossible to get a hold of now, and that that shows so much fun. But yeah, uh, didn't do well enough. So tax write off. Uh, now it's impossible to access. I think right now Warner Brothers Discovery are just representing everything wrong with the entertainment industry. And um, yeah, I remember we were having a conversation in the car, like on my first night in the States. And like, I was kind of keeping an open mind. But Nick, you were like, no, fuck David's a Slav. And I'm in full agreement now, completely just fuck that guy to death. Yeah, unfortunate. I really wish I could have stayed more positive, but I... Uh... Not at the cost of all this creativity. Absolutely yeah. not. So, yeah, that's that's the sad state of things. Sorry to get all bummer with you guys, but we were talking about a cartoon show, and I think it's important uh, when we take this stuff in. I'm not going to ever uh, blame anybody for, like, for instance, like enjoying Harry Potter, but I think it's also important to understand J.K. Rowling on some level. I think it's important to understand the the industry on some level and what they are they're doing to the people that are are making this this content for you so always keep that in mind voice actors animators all these are people putting this together to give us these things to debate over yeah like by yeah. all means enjoy the escapism but you got to understand the reality of the situation as well yeah yeah no just make your voices heard like the the more people that are that are out there talking about this uh part of the reason they keep getting away with it is just you know it's it's so swept under the rug it's uh not in wb's case thankfully yeah yeah no everyone knows what's going on i was so because i was i was gonna finally sit down and watch infinity train and now i can't i literally was too i just got done the regular show and that was like next on my list yeah it just wasn't there oh so i do think saying, it is available Sorry. Oh, I sorry. I was just gonna say. I, I do think Infinity Train has has been made available again on some digital platforms. So I'm gonna be checking for it there. Uh, yeah. But once, yeah. Once they say it's a tax write off, though, it won't be on any platform. So if they say it's a tax write off, don't expect to see it again. And this is the thing: is they'll be the first people to piss and moan when people pirate their shit. Yeah. And certified, like I'm not saying judging Harry Potter fans. Cause I'm not doing that. My mom's a Harry Potter fan. I mean, she was a special ed teacher. She designed courses around it because it inspired kids. It got an entire generation reading. So, no, we're not, I'm not playing this high and mighty bullshit with a fan base. For fuck's sake. But we do got to get it off Twitter every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just get so sick of that shit. Like, no, like, J.K. Rowling's a bad person. Therefore, you are because you have a wizarding house fuck off yeah as i've said before um the entertainment industry is no different to the fast food industry you're getting a product no. you're not necessarily going to like the person that makes you burger the person nope. that's made your delicious quarter pounder with cheese from mcdonald's could be a massive fucking raging racist but you'll still eat the burger anyway because the burger tastes good yeah, I it's like, like <laughs> the most richest people in the world like you're not that rich for being a good person like simple as that <laughs> 
And I do, like, I, I also don't want to, like, completely discount that there is definitely some consumer responsibility to have. There is the, uh, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism, which I do agree with to a degree. But it's just like, um, you know, on there are some places I just go don't go to because I'm just like, I don't like that they hate a certain particular group and they fund, they, they actively use these funds to, uh, you know, use against them or... Harry Potter was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Harry Potter was easy for me to drop, honestly, but that's because I was never much of a Potterhead to begin with. And if that series meant more to me, I'd probably feel a little more conflicted. I, I'm just kind of like, I just don't like getting on other people's asses about this stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Anyways, uh, puppet sounded like you, you had another point that you wanted to make. Oh, I I think I made it. Um, but like, um, yeah, the. Yeah, the main thing is direct your views against the creator rather than the consumer. Because what's a fucking consumer supposed to do about J.K. Rowling? You know, if you if you have a beef with J.K. Rowling, take it up with her. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I certainly have fucking. I don't like her. I think she's. A I see you come back on a very awkward bit of conversation. I think she's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Cirrus, ugh. Yeah, I know. Fucking liberals. You know, did I hear right, though, that there you have the ability to have trans characters in Hogwarts Legacy? Is that right? I don't know. I just, I heard it off I grapevine. That'd be such so. a massive fuck you to J.K. Rowling. It'd also be, like, the most intelligent business move WB could make. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, apparent. so I, I just see an article in Den of Geek said... Why Hogwarts Legacy's transgender character options shouldn't be controversial. Yeah, they shouldn't be. There we go. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Again, like, this all started with one person. She's not a good person. But... I'm just like... I'm, I'm uh, at this point, I'm just excited for the game to finally come out so that people stop coming into my store asking me about it. Alright. Let's, uh, let's get caught up on some super chats here. <laughs> Um, Pup, you want to get us back on with Mr. Krabs? Okay, where am I Um, okay. Mr. Krabs with 4 bucks 99 Um, did anyone, uh, see some of the new panels for IDW Sonic issue 53? I won't say what happens, but let's just say I predicted something two months ago. I haven't seen anything. I, uh, have you guys? I just I, I read the, I, I just read the issue this morning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I just got up and did this show. I've been very 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 under the weather i'm gonna read it after the show so unfortunately mr krabs i don't but i'll probably talk about it at some point it's good yeah. it's just got to give me a, a a couple days usually whenever new issues drop for me to for me to read them it's not yeah, an instantaneous I was, thing i had to i had to run out for a quick errand and i live very close to my little local uh comic book shop so i just popped my head in and uh saw what they had available um and uh, picked up issue 53 because oh what did that just come out today yeah oh well good timing i guess uh yeah. all right i i liked it it was it was it was good all right uh captain cold cuts with ten dollars thank you <laughs> last week just before like the stream died you guys touch on how the sonic movies seem to have caused sega to take sonic lore more seriously can you explain what you meant money <laughs> um so, like, yeah, I guess um, a point that is, I guess, kind of evidence of that is the fact that, like, 
the Sonic movies obviously kind of gave Sonic more of an origin. They gave Sonic more of a sense of world building and geography to it. Like, in the games, for the longest time, we didn't even know what planet any of this shit was taking place on. Um, we whereas... had the two worlds theory for so long. <laughs> yeah, and it was only a fucking theory as well. Whereas the Sonic movie presented pretty much everything from the get-go. And then after that, we see things like Tails Tube recontextualizing the Sonic universe. And I think my question there was, is it really a coincidence? Or is Sega looking at these movies and saying, ah, okay, they've clearly got their own shit worked out and the audience are liking that. So let's take some time to sort of soft reboot Sonic in a way that tells people this is what this world is it's it's all one world it's all got you know different kinds of people on it knuckles is the guardian of the master emerald uh you know um even down to like when they did the episode on orbot where they interviewed him they kind of gave the origins of dr eggman's name they talked about shadow's origins also not to mention omitting black doom um so like it is quite clear that sega are using tails tube as a vehicle to sort of restructure sonic's world and i think it's a great thing and i do think that the movies might have influenced that decision i uh um i don't think that's what happened not to talk too much but um i think this has more been like a long time coming sort of a thing i think we're finally starting to see the influence of uh, aaron weber moving over to japan more than anything else i think this is one of those little things We've been slowly inching towards this since uh, Forces initially came out. We've been kind of going more and more and more towards uh, the more successful aspects of it. I do think the movies have influence on the games. I personally feel, again, I don't know, Pup, like your, your theory is just as valid as mine, but I feel it's more uh, surface level than that, just like the movie eyes and, and stupid shit like that. But you, you could be right. It could just be um, Jeff Fowler and, and those guys like really kind of helping Sega get their ass in gear too because we don't know how closely they all work together. Tyson Hess works with Sega and with Paramount. I also think that whatever decisions um, Aaron Weber might be making over a Sega of Japan, there is a chance that he's backed up by these movies. Not that like the movies are That's deliberately doing that, but it's like basically he's got all these ideas and sega of japan are more inclined to pull the trigger when they see the uber successful movie doing it yeah and you know actually now that you mention it he is a producer on the movies isn't he i i think so but in like the same way that like tim burton was a producer on batman forever i maybe <clears throat> we don't know we don't know I'm, I'm sure we could we could bother people we could but you do what you do best you meddling fucking man <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's all speculation but i mean regardless it's it does seem like there is some like you were talking about earlier some synergy in the franchise finally which is what they've been needing so it's weird to think that movies is might be one of the best things that's happened to this series yeah i don't it think it makes me happy I, to see i don't think it's is. that weird personally because like the so if you think about the history of video game movies stretching back to like Uwe Boll and all of the terrible stuff that he shot out. I love that guy. Ironically, <laughs> but I love that. I just love his like YouTube channel and stuff. 
I remember like, having a rant about like Wonder Woman being like, oh, we got the sexy bitch in a bikini. Ooh. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Um, but like when I when I when I think about the way that video game movies were before, like we would sometimes get a Mortal Kombat that would become a cult classic, but it typically just hot garbo. It was kind of an eventuality that we would get something that was not that. And whatever video game movie that was that everybody just latched onto is like, no, 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 this is the good one. It was going to have a huge amount of significance to what not only whatever franchise it was associated with, but to the industry as a whole. Mm. It just happened. Like, in, in my mind, it just happens to be Sonic. True, like, but at, yeah, at the same time, I was kind of thinking, like, a lot of the problem with older video game movies was that they didn't really respect the source material very much. But well, then, right, and that's because Uabol specifically did it that right, way. Right, yes, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, then we move on to movies like Ratchet and Clank, where it's <clears> fully <throat> within the game's universe and it's fully uh, kind of firmly, uh, I, I, but it still didn't work. You know, like I, I was going to say, I don't know if I would use that as a positive example yeah i'm not i'm not Uno, he I'm, wasn't using I'm it as a positive using example it as like the uno it's, it's the complete reverse example but it's still yeah. not good so it's like it, it it, yeah it, it was like it, it had the lore to a degree it had the setting it just didn't have the the same heart yeah it, it didn't know. say fuck you to its source material it like it took it all on board but it still didn't really work as a, a good film basically it didn't get it and then it, it just didn't get it so the fact that sonic managed to land where he did and mm. even then it was in a very out there kind of way well i say out there what i mean is like they didn't like straight up adapt the games or anything it was still quite a reinterpretation done to be fit for consumption for the general public i mean sonic it's a very won. safe movie yeah it's a very very it's, safe movie yeah it is the movie equivalent of a fucking safety net that first movie but, like, yeah. the fact that it worked as well as it did, like, I still think there's quite a bit of surprise in there. The fact that the buddy cop road trip movie for the fucking Sonic Hedgehog live action was the first piece of the puzzle to really start reversing the damage done to Sonic's reputation from Sonic 06. Now, I know what a lot of people are going to say is, yeah, there have been plenty of good Sonic games since Sonic 06. Sonic 06 was a long time ago. But watch the Sonic Geek Critiques o video on Sonic 06 because the general public's perception of Sonic it hasn't been reversed since 06 yeah and a big part of that was like I think it was just the way it hit the internet when it did because uh, that I feel was kind of around a time when a lot of influencers were starting to, to gain traction where a lot of the people making videos about video games and everything I think of that you know as kind of the heyday of like um screw attack and, and and you know groups like that uh that's just kind of how the the memes spread not not necessarily in you know funny haha picture memes but you know like the the actual like understanding of of what this was right yeah started to yeah. uh yeah i understand yeah, that yeah. like we've had mania we've had generations and stuff like that and like the sonic fans will know that they'll tell you that but as far as the general public is concerned i think the Sonic movies, Sonic 1 and 2, are, are the closest we've ever come to being able to reverse the Sonic stigma. 
And I think that yeah. is a big surprise. For, for general public, yes. And it's good yeah. news. Yeah, I mean, that's something... I, that's Those are really good points, guys, because that's something nobody really talks about. And, Wayne, you, you nailed it on the head. That It's not just that Sonic 06 is a bad Sonic game. It came out at a very pivotal time. It came out at the absolute single worst time it could have come out, mm-hmm. where influencers are starting to rise up. Angry Video Game Nerd is a thing. Right, like that's when he starts rising, and that's when all of that wave of of raging on games being a funny haha thing. That's when that kicked off. But not only that, in the game industry, we had not seen such a huge property fail so spectacularly, spectacularly like that before. And Sonic was on the way out. Like Shadow alone, like they still had not recovered from the the mockery of just the the idea of the shadow game and (laughs) nowadays i think it's hilarious because you look at what 06 was doing and the game industry is starting to make that more and more standard right like busted broken shitty games and more and more critics are just fine with it but sonic is still hit in that time that exact horrible time that he did that's gonna shake off it's gonna take yeah a millennia to shake off and we almost had it happen again with the movies. It is amazing that bad or that ugly Sonic isn't the major talking point of those movies anymore, because that's all anybody was talking about. Like, it is incredible. It, it can't be understated how much Tyson has saved this fucking franchise. I think also, like, there's a lot of people saying this could be the Sonic Renaissance. Like between like the movies and Frontiers and Prime, we could be looking at the Sonic Renaissance. And it's easy to kind of look at that and be like, oh, I was very hopeful and stuff. But the truth is, I think they're right. Like, if if the oh. movies continue on the path that they're going and continue to win over the hearts of the audiences and those new audiences move over to the games and, like, Sonic Frontiers is a much more anticipated game with the general public than things like Sonic Forces ever were, if Sega pulls yeah. off Sonic Frontiers and Sonic Prime turns out to be good as well, yeah, we are looking at the first shot at finally reversing that stigma. And that's crazy how long it has taken. Because Sonic 06 was so long ago. But the fact is, those movies have rocketed Sonic back into the public eye in a big way. If Sega can keep that goodwill going forward. And that's why people react so strongly to Sonic Frontiers. That That is why... Uh, you know people have been following this game so religiously is because this is sega's chance to finally be done with it to finally get to a point where in 10 years time we can have sonic reviews that don't open up with oh sonic has had quite a tricky tenure in his time since the jump to 3d this is the chance sonic 06 am i right well i mean the boost games have always done okay i mean unleashed got horrible reviews from ign but you know who cares They've always done okay. Um, but yeah, you're not wrong. The stigma has been there. I don't think it's going to shake off with this next game, but hopefully, yeah. Hopefully this just is a banger of a game. And they're like, yeah, let's keep Inflin on. Let's keep expanding this world. Let's keep expanding these characters on that end. Let's keep improving quality-wise with the gameplay. Let's give them more of a budget, more time to breathe, all that shit. And if they have a good foundation here, yeah, I... I would love to see them expand out because I, I miss the days where I was excited for the idea of a spinoff game starring a different Sonic character, not having to worry about the next mainline game. Just 
God, what a time it would be alive. You just want a, you just want a good game, man. I just want to have do. a good game. I just I want to have a good time, you know? Uh, let's, uh... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Wayne. No, no, I just... God, fuck. Uh, <laughs> you gotta reference him every week. Yeah. <laughs> Black Yakuzu 94 um, gave us five bucks. You guys think Harry Potter is bad? Y'all ever heard of a series called Roni Kenshin? Oh, no. Oh, no. We're not talking about it. Stop. Stop not talking about it. Yeah. Um, uh, not, sir, not. Yeah, sir, take, take the next one. Xanderoni, thank you for the $5. Glad I could catch the show live today. Do you guys think the IDW characters have a chance at being in Sonic Prime, even as just a cameo? Yes. I, yeah, we I think, it earlier, but yeah. Yeah, I think with everything we've said earlier, I think it's we 100% we think there is a chance. All right. Uh, oh, Watney! Let me find find where I was at. I'll put a burger. Mike, Mike, okay. uh, Mike, 1911, $1.99. Uh, you didn't really answer my question. Unless uh, we missed something, we definitely did. We uh, definitely because, did. Like, your question was, hey, what, what do you would think? it take for the inept developers of uh, Sonic of Japan yeah, to the bring answer back to is, The answer, the answer, is, they answer is they won't. Yeah, it's just yeah. not going to happen ever. Say yeah. Japan won't. All your right, only chance at getting the Freedom Fighters back would be through Sega of America. And with Sega of America, they would need to have the key control with Sonic, which they do not have. You would need Sega of Japan to relinquish control over to Sega of America to even get the slightest chance, and that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So... Fine. If we want to play this scenario, what would it take to make the Freedom Fighters come back? Again... They were never really there to begin with outside of Spinball, and even then, that's SOA. Your best bet is uh, hoping the old school people over there die. That's what it's going to take. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're I, I gonna. Have to and and then it die. would it would have to be. This is gonna sound harsh, but they would have to be relevant again for them to show up in a game. Not even that. They've. You don't even need to do that. I mean, like, if you look at comic books, they will wait decades and bring back random-ass characters just because the author wanted to and they still have the rights to do it. The problem is, um, and bluntly, I doubt Sega of America wants to do it either because after Rally for Sally, they bombarded the living fuck out of the employees there, and I sincerely doubt any of them are really happy with the Freedom Fighter or specifically Sally fan base after that obsessive stupidity. They've also got a cast down really that they want to follow out. as well. Like, they, they've got a model <laughs> down. Like, after all these years, they're finally getting Sonic's canon together. I don't think they're gonna mess with it too much now. No. Yeah, there's, there's, been a, there's been a lot of push for, like, the, um... And some, some good things have been done in the States, especially online and everything, when a bunch of people just rally together for a point on something that they want. Uh, it's happened, it happened with the Sonic redesign. Uh... That doesn't really go over well with Japanese developers. They hate no. that shit. They don't, they don't see you as it. having a point. They just find you annoying. Well, Sega of Japan, they're gonna, they probably have disconnected themselves from the shit because they've always been stand, you know, stand firm and like they, we don't want them. We've never wanted them. We're not gonna yeah. make the trouble to figure out how to get them if their rights are all in all over the place. Your best. And bet. then when you bother, when you bother the social media team, they're not gonna be on your team about it. It's just yeah, no. The the people who've been supporting these causes have been actively shooting themselves in the foot. Your best bet so, yeah. is you get a flight out to Japan, 
you go meet with the CEO of Sega Japan, you look him straight in the eye and you say, you want to fuck my wife? Your best bet, your best bet, Sega Japan is not overhated. I promise you they are not. They are, they're not Kian at all. <laughs> um, your best bet is to keep them in the conversation, be polite about it, learn some fucking goddamn manners, and yeah. just keep that conversation going, and just believe in the people that are, you know, here, like Ian Flynn and those guys are like, yeah, we get it. I'm not going to, you know, bend over backwards for every little fucking thing. Like, we got to tell a story. We got to do what's best for Sonic, and the character's already here. But your best bet, if you want, like, the most honest answer, Mike, patience. Patience and, and, uh, politeness. The absolute best thing is to just give up, though. <laughs> like, that <laughs> is not going to happen. <laughs> hey, I, I hate it, but it's... It's another one of those always, instances. You're always going to have people like me. I'm always going to... I'm always going to talk about them and talk about the relevance and talk about why they matter. That is the whole point of the, that spinoff show there. My mom also going to be a realist. <laughs> I'm an optimist, but I'm also a realist. Yeah. The thing is, also, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. I didn't grow up with Sad AM, and I didn't grow up with Archie, and I couldn't give a fuck about the Freedom Fighters. But since like editing some of Nick's videos, and also just like watching some of his own things as well, I want them to come back because I want to see the reaction. I want to be there. You're just here for the fallout. I want to be there for people jumping out of their seats and screaming at the trailer, seeing them come back. Like I, I remember when we were all down in that Nintendo Direct. And I remember that moment when we saw this little flower on screen and these little shoes popped down on the ground and it was Klonoa. And Nick fucking jumped out of his seat. Everyone was fucking jumping all over the place. And I wasn't a huge Klonoa fan at the time. I wish I was at that time. I want to see that happen. And I think my chance of getting to see that happen again, short of a Klonoa 3, is seeing the Freedom Fighters <laughs> turn up in a Sonic game. Or a movie. Yeah, dude. Like, with, with the Klonoa reveal, my roommates heard me from a different floor of, like... <laughs> That's why that I want them to announce Metroid a three. Dread trailer. I lost my shit. I want them to announce a three so I can be there with it. I, I want to be jumping out of my seat as well. <laughs> I fucking love Klonoa now. He's my boy. Okay, He's my boy. <laughs> I've got a plush of him now. It's a little AliExpress bootleg plush, but I've got one. It's amazing how well they've emulated the original plush, though. Yeah, he's he's really a bit weird. flat. He's <laughs> like he's lovely. Yeah, but the original plush looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, I I bent his collar a little bit just so it doesn't fucking take up as much of him as it does. He looks better now. Yeah. I almost got one too, just because it looks so much like the original. And I was like, I don't, I don't actually like how. It looks. <laughs> I just That's why you like it. It doesn't yeah. matter. As far as I'm concerned, I've got a little Klonoa that I can hug now. So like, there we go. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I feel you, Mike. I want he wants him to just come back to the comics. Yeah. I don't think any of the Freedom Fighter fan base really wants too much, man. Like, we just we just want to be acknowledged. Like, we want them to have a little place in the world somewhere. And Sonic runs by, goes, "Hey guys," and they go, "Hey, what's up?" Meanwhile, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog fans are just out in the ice, freezing. <laughs> Even they they got safely like we got OKKO. Okay like the OKKO OK yeah. crossover was very much an episode of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. 
My god, also, I mean, starving as usual, I see. That crossover is actually so fucking good. Like, it really is. It was so charming. It's so, so fucking charming. They really did their research on that. Like, the OVA references, the chaotic special stage. I mean, yeah, they did. I mean, it wasn't just game reference. You could tell these were animators who grew up loving animation. 100%. And hearing Sonic say things like, got a speed kid and stuff, like. Hearing Roger Craig Smith saying, like, J. Leo White Sonic lines was kind of crazy. It still is, though. They're slowly integrating that back in there. So I, the more we talk about it, the more I'm kind of feeling you, Mike. Maybe, I don't know, the optimism's not completely dead. I just want Sonic yes. to describe something as Mondo cool in Sonic Frontiers, and then we game. Oh, god damn it. Yeah, that'd be rad. If Antoine yeah, ever comes I mean, back, that's the... turn him into a hat. That's my entire point of whenever I talk about Sally the Freedom Fighters or anything is stop being afraid of Western media. Stop being afraid of the Western influence there. You can you can roll them in. It's not gonna hurt anybody. It's all worth it's all worth paying attention to. You know, if you were so. way past cool, would that not just like be not cool? Would like the literal definition of way past cool just be try hard? I mean that's kinda like what happens I mean in... that's Sonic, yeah. Yeah, that's kinda like what happens in like some college rooms where a, a professor will just go You're you're not even wrong. And then just like, if the student's dumb enough, they'll just go, yay, I was that right. It's like, no, no, that's not what I mean by that. You're I... so far off base. You <laughs> can't be right or wrong. Nothing you say matters in the context of this class. To quote, that's what it feels like to me. To quote the mighty game apologist, I definitely don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing how many times that that specific line happens on this show. <laughs> I don't know why I just don't say I agree. Yeah, or, or just say your point's not complete shit. <laughs> I have to put three dus in the middle there to complete. Just, just say yeah, I concur. No, it's alliteration, Nick. You have to always alliterate. Racism is bad. Well, I definitely don't disagree. Don't dis uh, <laughs> you forgot. You forgot the butt. There has to be a butt at the end. <laughs> I gotta watch how bad I am with words. Anyway, let's finish out these super chats. Let's <laughs> let's carry on with our day. Oh right, I'm up you with... okay? Yeah, Wayne, what's up with you, I'm good. Where are we at? Uh, okay, Oz so Jam I've H. got Oz Jam H with five bucks saying, screw the rich, support creative creators, stay the shit off of Twitter, I'll, it'll do wonders for you, and not have a migraine. Ah, eat your game of juice too. Yeah, Twitter, I enjoy Twitter, but I go in there with like a metaphorical massive war gun and armor and shit, <laughs> and an eye patch. Like, I've... You yeah. go in as punished, pup. It, it's my little fury road, you know? Like, I'm in I'm there for the blood more, sport. <laughs> I'm taking more of my other YouTube friends' approach of it now, where I just kind of drop in a stupid joke or a promotion of a video and then kind of leave. I've not been remotely sociable um, since the operation. I've been wanting to just sleep and try to deal with COVID best I can. And since then, I've been like, you know, I feel a lot better without checking social media all the fucking time. Um... Little Hermit server a little bit better, but outside of that, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not going to engage as much as I used to. It's just not healthy. Ugh. But yeah, I check Twitter because I have low self-esteem and I need the validation. 
I feel like Twitter makes it worse. Actually, I can. I it can actually prove, does. <laughs> I can prove to you Twitter makes it worse. <laughs> All right, but I. I uh... I check Twitter because I have a bad habit of getting into fights with people, and the problem is that I like it. Oh. All right. Uh, so, Nick, I think you have the next one. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Mr. Krabs with 499, WB Discovery, cut animation. Uh, WB Discovery, these animations ain't just Taco Bell meme sound. W get Duncan to the trash. Sorry, man. I'm uh I'm feeling a little under the weather now. Do you want to take a break, Nick? Know. Do you want to just slink uh, out? Um, yeah, I'm gonna slink out, guys. Yeah, go and for it. All right, buddy. I begin to read your fucking messages like this. <laughs> get I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna listen to you guys. I'm gonna sit here. I'll just listen to you guys. I'll okay. I'll recover. All right. I guess that that puts it up on me. Yes, go on, Cirrus. So I've got Black Yakuza ninety four. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think that might be the, the most uh, comprehensible version of, of that message where Mr. Krabs will get. <laughs> I just need Lucky to Fuser 94. The... Thank you. For... Okay, go on. Yeah, you go, go, go. Thank, thank you for the ten dollars. I figured it out. The redemption arc Sonic undergoes in Prime is met. God, no, I need this in George Peterson's voice. I figured it out. The redemption arc Sonic undergoes in Prime is metacontextual. It symbolizes Sonic finally rising past the stigma against him. The Prime creators are playing 4D chess, you see. Was that fucking Bane or something? I tried to do a Jordan Peterson and it came out as a Bane. Oh, and... really <laughs> Jordan Peterson. I was born. <laughs> The I'm Chaos like, Emeralds are yours! Up yours, woke moralists! We'll see who cancels who. I'm gonna blow up Gotham Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I just, as soon as I read Metacontextual, my brain's just like, oh, let's go into, let's go into Kermit the Frog mode, but didn't quite do that. <laughs> Up <laughs> yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. At least that's closer. I don't know why I went to Bane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wallace, you're up with Paul's Damage. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Ostrom H, $5. Nick, after watching all your videos relating to. Foo Fighters, and, <laughs> and as someone who not a big fan of them, I must say, Roasted Squirrel sounds nice? What do you mean you're not a big fan of the Foo Fighters? They're a great band. They go fight Foos. <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, you're not the first person to tell me that they want to eat Sally, so. Ha-ha! <laughs> you do you, champ. Jesse. Oh, Jesse. implications. Chelsea. Okay, uh, where was I? Okay, right. Slickscope sends nine bucks ninety nine. Do you guys think that IDW will pull an Archie Wells Unite arc and bring back the Freedom Fighters that way? Sorry, hiccup again. Oh, jeez. Oh, not on par with the world-breaking Sonic Unleashed arc, but in their own specialized way. I, I mean, it's more chance of happening in IDW than it is in Sega. Like that's one thing I'll say. I mean, 
it, it would be a way. It would be a means. If they could just do like a comic arc and do like a little dimensions meet kind of thing, that'd be nice. But I don't think it'll happen. I will say this. Um, if they do ever show the Freedom Fighters again, that's showing Sega is listening to all the fan bases. That's showing Sega is like, no, we're, we're getting everything in-house and we're taking this seriously, all of it. And I, I think regardless of where you stand on those characters, I think that is uh, something you would have to pay attention to. And I think you, I don't know how you'd look at that without some level of respect for Sega, you know, getting that shit sorted out. If they went to that trouble, you, it's in their, it's well within their wheelhouse to do it. Are you doing all right, man? Yeah. I just got a little sick to the stomach, got some cold sweats, but uh, yeah, I'm good. Okie dokie then. Um, Cirrus. I'll die. So, the next one we have here is XL Hedge. Thank you very much for the $5. OKKO had the ultimate missed opportunity of having Jim Cummings not use his sad I am Robotnik voice and had him do Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog lines. <laughs> I mean, wait, is Jim it... Cummings in OKKO then? Uh, yeah, so uh, I recognized him almost immediately. Wait. Am I mixing it? I, I don't know how to recognize him. His voice is very fucking flexible. It is. Uh, the thing is, is that I don't, I don't actually know if I'm thinking of the right clip or not I because mean, I remember watching the, the okay. I remember watching the OK KO short like the other night, and I could have sworn that the little villain in there was, uh, was. Jim Cummings because it sounded like his performance is Darkwing Duck. Right. Okay. Like yeah. That's but a... I don't remember if that was We're the clip I heard that voice or not. We're gonna figure this out. Uh, Jim Cummings. What was is the name of the villain okay. again? Was it Garland or something? He plays a guy called Boxman. Boxman. Okay. He's an American voice actor. Voices Lord Boxman, Boxman Junior, Can Wizard, and Mecha Maw. Let me see. Is Lord Boxman the guy we're thinking of? And also my fucking alarm going off again. Fucking, I get it. Check the heat sink. How do I turn this fucking shit off? Okay. Yes, it is. So yes, it is. yes. Okay, that is Jim Cummings. That is definitely Jim Cummings as that as that guy from the OKKO OK short. Because uh, that is just his Darkwing Duck voice. They did such a wonderful job, man. Like just they crammed so much love into that. Ugh. That's cool shit. Nick sounds like he's dying. Yeah, Nick, go rest, man. You said you were gonna go rest. Uh, I think... I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. All right. I think it's. I think it's more that we are we are nearing the end of our our conversation points as well in terms of Sonic Prime stuff. Well, who's up with Oz Jam Age? I just I just did one. Oh, you Oz. just did one. It's you, pop. Okay. Bane voice. Yeah. Slick scope. Uh huh. Yeah, slick scope. I've just done. I, I did slick scope, and we had XO hedge as well. So we're on all jam edge. not on par with the breaking. Fuck the pain away. The bat's back is in ruin. God damn it, sir. Uh, Mr. Krabs, <laughs> Bob Shapiro. <laughs> Let's just say, hypothetically, that. No, have Wayne do it. Yes, go oh, on. Have Wayne do it. <laughs> you penis of a man, I swear Wait, to God. Wait, I have it. I have it. I have the perfect way to do this, Wayne. 
You read Mr. Krabs's, but then Ozjam H's is the conclusion. My God. Um, <laughs> let's just say, let's, sorry, let's no, just say hypothetically that uh, if I knew actually knew how to debate, then you know maybe my career wouldn't be such a much a fucking joke. You gotta do it like let's just say hypothetically that I'm not screwing the squirrel. Game reduced though. <laughs> Game reduced though. <laughs> <laughs> which is Ozjam H's two buck super chat, which I just hijacked. I'm really sorry. All those people pretending that they're better than Roden Six. Mm. Hey, listen. <laughs> well, the, the only reason. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta exercise a little caution because I do remember the time I ate out a certain bat and caused COVID nineteen. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> no, <all right>. no. <laughs> we're there. And we that's uh. <laughs> And that's the Rubicon that we've just passed. <laughs> we just crossed it. So, um, oh dear, look who's come to dinner. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He's come to eat the bat. <laughs> He's come for your Kentucky Fried Bat, Wayne. He's come for your cum. <laughs> no, Nick, no. Why'd I do it? <laughs> Mr. Crab sends one buck ninety-nine. Fuck the paid away, Squidward. <laughs> Fucking hell, Mr. Krabs. Fucking hell. Um, shall we do the super chat cutoff? Yeah. Super chat cutoff. Yeah. Cutoff time. No more super chats while the skeleton is on screen. The skeleton is on screen. We really should replace that with the the shadow skeleton. No, fuck off. Stop trying to replace the skeleton. Just I mean, No, just the, the skeletons that are in Shadow the Hedgehog. Skeleton. In the cryptic encrypted no, castle. No, this is our skeleton. Okay? This guy God right here, it. this guy in specific, you cannot, the joke will not be the same without this particular video. I have a gold skeleton. Yeah, bring that, that just... to, bring that to Fan Jam. I'm not doing that. Are you gonna, come on. I'll literally, you can go in my case. You can pay for the luggage. I will pay, not... I will literally pay if we can have the skeleton with us. Well, your your ticket's about to literally cost three times as much now. Why would it cost three times as much just for a bag? Because we got it super fucking cheap, man, and it's going to cost us hundreds of dollars to take a bunch of shit with us. Alternatively, we could just get an extra seat and then put the skeleton in that. <laughs> that would be so funny. Imagine getting on a plane and being sat next to a skeleton. <laughs> Bob, it would literally be cheaper to just give, give Cirrus the $40 to and go to Target and buy one. That we use they do the not cost forty dollars. They cost a hundred. Cost. They cost oh, forty. My yet. One, yeah, my gold one's forty. Oh really? Like, Target yeah, and it's even cheaper if you just get it at Walmart. Yeah, but is he not human sized? Yeah, he's human sized. Is he taller than me? We're gonna find out. Probably <laughs> oh, <laughs> is. Um, actually, someone Stand sent him in link. front of pups. Someone sent me a link on uh, Twitter in the DMs to a 12-foot... No, not 12-foot, an 8-foot skeleton. But then I sent them back a link to a Best Buy skeleton that's 12 feet tall. He's like yeah, $300. It was like a meme for a little bit a few years ago. Um, just the infamous 12-foot tall uh, Home Depot skeleton that sold out instantaneously. I really wanted one. Ace has been very thankful. Well, they're back. <laughs> Well, they were sold out. The link you gave us was sold out, dude. They're uh -oh. back. A skeleton story. Oh, no. Cyrus. No. Cyrus. He's got you. Shit. Well, we better start uh, making our way out Let's... then, hadn't we? 
wrap this up. Wayne, you got something special in the works for it. We both do, but yours is uh, yours is much more substantial. It's done. Yeah. It's done. It's finally done. 7 p.m. tonight, Eastern Standard Time. I'm premiering my Digimon World video. It clocks in at an hour and 13 minutes long. It's giant. It's beefy. I've been working on it since last year. It's done! I'm proud of you, buddy. It's about fucking time. God, I've been waiting I... for ages. Why are you so fucking slow, Wayne? Huh? Why are you so slow, you, you bitch? Huh? Bitch. <laughs> Asking, uh... Um, I'm just waiting on uh, my. Uh... Oh no! Well, here's here's a dirty truth about about videos, guys. Uh, sponsors have to approve videos sometimes, and I'm just waiting to hear back from mine. And as soon as it is, uh, you're gonna get a quick uh, ten minute video just a, all about Sonic's planet. It's mostly stuff you know already. It's another what's in a name, just kind of cataloging how weird and stupid the whole thing is, and. That's like, I think it's like, what? Do you remember how long it was, Pub? Like 10 minutes, something like that? 12, 12. minutes, approx. Yeah, something like that. So that'll jump up online today as soon as I get the approval, but I'm just ready, ready to hit the go button. But I would much prefer, if you have to watch only one video today, join us for the premiere of Wayne's video later today. That's uh, not too, too long from now. Hell yeah. Oh, what do you, you got to do? Um, okay, so, um, on my channel, I've just done a video on Wolverine's return in Deadpool 3, um, but also I'm changing things up a bit now. Um, I've got two new separate channels. Um, Channel Pop Blue, which is for video essays on movies and such. Over on there, we've got Architects of the MCU and Batman v Superman is based on a true story. Those are probably two of my favorite things I've done. Um, and then over on Channel Pop Green, we're doing video gaming retrospectives. And up there, we've got Klonoa 1 and 2 retrospectives, as well as the Sonic Triple Trouble retrospective, which I know that the audience here are probably going to be most interested in. So I'd really appreciate if you guys could help me and I'm referring to you guys in the audience, would help me to get um, Channel Pop Green a little more off the ground. Uh, that would be fantastic. Blue as well if you're interested. But uh, yeah, I just, I blew my load. Amazing. And now I'm dead. So, yeah. Cirrus couldn't tell us anything about what he was doing before he chopped his head off. Yeah, he could still talk. <laughs> Somehow, magically. And now, as long as there's a hole for your voice to come out of. Oh, it's because he usually talks out his ass anyway, so. Oh my That's god. That's fair. <laughs> 100% fair. I love her respect um, your opinion. I cuts up the joke. Oh no, it's fine. I'm, per I'm perfectly fine with the sass. I welcome it. It's better than Timid Wayne. But. <laughs> it makes uh, it makes gooserous. God damn it. <laughs> as for things I'm working on, so for for those who already have access to my Patreon, y'all know that the, the voice work for the Shadow of the Hedgehog dying video has been done for ages. Uh, I'm just waiting on the art to come in for that, and then I'm going to be uh, sending some some United States dollarinos over Pup's way, probably. No, you're not, uh, because I'm not allowed to work. In you're, not allowed, you're not allowed to work here. You're right. Yeah. Um, so it's free. I will be... I will be 
holding on to United States dollarinos for the purpose of sending over at some point for other unrelated reasons uh, that will have Channel Pup's no, name just, on them. Eventually, just, maybe. You just won't. You just won't. We'll talk about it in private. I just won't. We'll, we'll talk about it in private. I, yeah, I just real. won't. For real. Yeah, just no. Just like on the record, anybody looking at this, he's not getting paid for anything in the States. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, but that's cool. that's going to be its own thing when the artwork for that is all done. Um, past that, I have uh, a collaboration that's going to be happening at 8 o'clock tonight uh, with another uh, YouTuber, Vice Rhino. Uh, but that's really the only stuff I've got going on. I am stretched very thin right now, so I don't have the ability to jump into a bunch of other projects. But, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, for serious being stretched thin. <laughs> Hell yeah, Batman. <laughs> Hell yeah. He says that a lot. He Oops. says that a whole bunch. Who says that? Who? Hell yeah. He does. You do. You say hell yeah so many times. Me? Oh, oh, oh me. I. Yeah. Did I ever show you guys the hell yeah Batman video? No. No. I show you guys. But yeah, no, de definitely second. do that, man. Like, yeah, I gotta show you guys the hell yeah Batman video. No, hell yeah, send it over. Yeah, yeah, uh, no. yeah. yeah. 